podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are two twos. Boop, 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 boop. So you've been, away f- you've been away again. <laughs> yeah, I've been away. I was away last week, guys. And, you know, I had some bad news again. So I just needed a break. But I'm yeah. back again, guys. I'm back again. You know, you guys are going to be joining all that. So I'm back. Please don't forget to tweet your opinions. With the hashtag two twos podcast, mm. that we love it. So we have two very special guests today in the building. In the building. So introduce yourself. <laughs> um, I'm Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm trying to her life. That's it. Really. We love to see you, baby girl. Oh yeah. And it's also it. Vanessa's birthday today. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Ooh, so nice. if you hear us drinking, so we've got some gin, mm-hmm. birthday cups, having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, our other guest. Uh, Tara, hi guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just a baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two baby girls. So tell us a little bit what you guys do. Starting with Vanessa. Oh, go for it. You can just say you're just a baby girl if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Vanessa. Um, I enjoy my life. I love love. Mm-hmm. I love her. I like mm-hmm. to go out to eat. I like to enjoy music. That's mm-hmm. it. Love to see it. She does that. She actually goes out to eat. Very nice food. From the Instagram stories, I've mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, Tara here. Um, well, I'm an artist. I'm as in a visual artist. Um, I'm a makeup mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. I'm a creative. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. like to like just do my thing. Yeah, you know Tara's makeup and visual arts very good. good. Very yeah. very good. I don't know why she doesn't push it more, but do you have an Instagram for it? I do, and do you know what? Over like lockdown or whatever mm-hmm. i created a new instagram specifically for my artwork okay. um, i saw mm-hmm. i was commissioned to do some work for pop brixton so i'm doing a mural there at the moment mm-hmm. um with all of these like it was the premise was to do with black history and whatever so i've done like prominent black females in the music industry which yeah. is quite amazing and do you know amazing. what that's an amazing opportunity so i was like yeah, yeah man, that's sick man. man so everyone pop down to pop brixton yeah Definitely. pop yeah. to pop brixton <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as usual, we're going to start off with um, game, resident our resident game, game yeah. Snog, Marry and Avoid. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go first. Mm-hmm. And my, oh my gosh, I've forgotten my three now. Okay, my three this people. That's why you have to write it down, babe. I know. Because okay. like, yeah. oh, okay. my memory is the worst. So. Okay, Michaela Cole, mm-hmm. one. Number two is Narnie Good. Okay. Sitting in the bed. <laughs> I'm sitting in the work. And <laughs> the third person, oh my gosh, the third person's gone. So the first person, third person I want to go with, Yasmin Pink from Backchat. Oh, okay, okay. From Backchat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you try to hold that in. <laughs> What's so funny now? Uh-uh. <laughs> so prominent good. black women in the UK. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So who's going first? <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, so you said Michaela Cole, Lani Good, and Yasmin Pink. Yeah. Michaela Cole, marry, 100%. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. Like, no cap. No cap. Michaela Cole's aromantic. I just want to put that out there. Obviously, it's not a real game, but I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. You know, mm. aromantic. When we had that aromantic one here, we made them play the game, didn't it? Yeah, true. <laughs> I just wanted to, if the people didn't know, let them know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go on. Um, I would say Yasmin Smash. To mm-hmm. be fair, she's she. I know her. She's my brethren, so I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I had a feeling you might know her, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, smash, Lani, avoid, can't lie. Hear it, Nana. Nana looks stressed out. Why do you look stressed out? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm marrying Michaela Cole, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, she's lit, and she's funny. Um, I am. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am kissing Nani. Okay. Yeah. Great. Because I think she'd be funny and fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I know her a little bit from the YouTube videos, like that Martha made us sit through for like two hours. Um, yeah. Oh, was it in your house? Yes. Yes. That video was so long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, winning Yasmin. Okay. What mm-hmm. about you, Vanessa? Um, I think I'd marry Michaela Carl because I mm-hmm. feel like you have like good over the wine conversation with her mm-hmm. every um, mm-hmm. talk about life. Um, I'd kiss the Yasmin girl, so I don't know who that is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd avoid Nani good because I don't like stress in my life. Did you pick? No. Did on then? Right. So I am going to marry Yasmin because she just seems like a rider. Bit of variety in there. Okay. And I'm going to snog Michaela Cole. Mm-hmm. She just seems very interesting. Do you know what I mean? She like in the dance floor. Very court, eccentric. Right? Very really? eccentric. I feel like I've said this before on this podcast. But anyway, and I'll be avoiding Lani. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> if you see Rosie's face right now, face yeah. Right now. I'm so sorry, Lani. I'm even following each other. I'm so sorry, babes. <laughs> <laughs> so dead. Um, have we all picked? Yeah, yeah. we all picked. Okay, shall I go next or does anyone want to go next? You want to go next? I'll you go, go next. Yeah, go ahead. Go so my three picks are Miss Banks, mm-hmm. Seth London, mm-hmm. and Nicola Adams. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Nice. This is a nice. That's a nice mix selection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I'm avoiding Nicola Adams. Mm-hmm. Adams. Um, Miss Banks and Steph London. I am marrying Miss Banks. I'm snogging um, Steph. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. Miss Banks is very fine. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Tara? I think I'm the same, you know. Like, yeah, I'll marry Miss Banks straight up. Um, Yeah, snog. Snog Mm -hmm. them, Steph. Mm hmm. And then avoid the other one. Do you know what she looks like? Yeah. Oh, Okay, no, 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 nothing like that. I just want to know what she, what she looked like. Yeah, no, I but, um, she is, yeah. So I will avoid Nicola because I'm just not SPS kind of babe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not really my, it's not my... Your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. And then I will... Oh, this is quite hard to pin the other two. I will... Oh, God. I'll marry Steph London. Mm-hmm. And I'll smoke Miss Banks. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because... <laughs> No, because you know what? She's Miss Banks is my ex's friend, uh-huh. and then she's also Are my your child. friend's ex, or no, my ex's, your ex's friend. Friends, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, they're very good friends. And then she's also my like I grew up with this guy. That's her ex as well. There's just too many exes involved. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we have to snog, but we have to keep it on the low because there's too many exes involved. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm not gonna snog Nick and I'm so sorry, but yeah, <laughs> that's my free. Did you pick? No, oh. I say picked. Yeah, pick your free. Pick you. Uh... Avoid Nicola Adams. Sorry, mm. my type. Mm. Sorry. Um, yeah. So no one likes SPS. Well, no, you guys like SPS, but well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll marry Miss Banks. Mm-hmm. And I could avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you do, don't you? Mm. You do. Yeah, she does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll snog there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm the last one to go, aren't I? Okay. So mine is. Nadia Rose, Clara Ampho. Do you know what? I was going to say Clara. Yeah, she's a prominent British, black British babe. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. 
and um, Jamila. Money can buy my love. Jamelia. Jamelia. So Jamelia, Clara, and uh, Nadia. We always have Nadia, don't we? No, we don't. We had it on a YouTube. Our YouTube. Okay, video. okay, fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Clara. Mhm. Wait, who was the third one again? Jamelia. I'm gonna marry Clara. Mhm. Stop Jamelia and avoid Nadia. Okay. I'm going to marry because <laughs> Hara's face. The, okay, I'm gonna give. Re- I just. I'm gonna Please. avoid Nadia just because I just feel. Even though she's not my friend, I just feel like she's. I'm just quite familiar. I think because of the Twitter circles that we're in. Yeah. She just seems like a familiar person, mm-hmm. and that's why I like to avoid. Okay. But she's very peng though. Yeah. I would say like. Yeah. Nadia is <laughs> good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm marrying Jamila, and I'm snogging. Who was that? Oh, what's my brain doing today? Um, I'm avoiding Nadia because today she tweeted that she um oh, had sex with oh, the first white guy the first white and he was a fan. Oh, <laughs> I saw that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw was that. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I just know like so I've seen her tweets all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're very, very close. Uh, Clara, I am snogging that one. Okay. Yeah. I want to say we just we picked two people from the Black Love campaign. Miss Banks and Clara so far. Oh, well, they were, they did quite well to pick prominent people then, mm, didn't they? They did yeah. they did well, yeah. Those are two prominent people for real. Mm-hmm. What are you guys? I would say um marry Clara. Mm-hmm. Snog Nadia. Mm-hmm. Who's the third one? Jamelia. Yeah, I've seen her face in a minute, you know. I feel like she looks the same. She, she hasn't aged. She yeah. looks exactly the same, but I feel like she says, I don't know, I think she said something. Mm. She said something a bit dodgy. She said something mad recently, you know? Yeah. She said something, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but she said something dodgy. But yeah, for that reason, not going there. But yeah, Tava's got three that she didn't pick done yet. Um, oh. Where did you guys all do yours? Did yeah, we okay, were just waiting for you now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got Trillery Banks. Um, oh, okay. Wasn't she in beef with someone recently? No she was Jeep from the Bad Bitches before. Yeah, yeah I, I, remember, yeah, I remember. remember. Who was she in beef with? No Lay. No Lay's good. They're both good, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trinity Banks, uh, Miss Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And You picked a good three. <laughs> Did she? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, Zizi, yeah, is nice. Zizi is very pretty. Very She's paying. She's annoying, though. <laughs> yeah, I just wish that sometimes she just... You know when someone's talking, yeah, and they go a bit too far? Mm. Like, sometimes I just wish she just stopped. But I yeah. Like I feel like she's unapologetically her. Like, she says what she, she has is. to say. She is absolutely great, but a lot of the stuff... Yeah, you can be unapologetic. That's great, but it's just controversial stuff. Like... To me, it's like you just want to be controversial. Do you but the act- thing is, sometimes you have to speak on things that no one else is going to speak about. I know, but it's not. It's not. I feel like she just always wants to be contrarian. I don't really mm. feel like what she has to say makes any sense. The only sometimes. thing about her to me is, I feel like she's committed to misunderstanding. So, mm. like, if you're going to interview somebody, you ask them a question because you don't understand something. Yeah. They give you an answer, but she still just doesn't yeah. want to understand it. Yeah. And I think that's the only issue. With her. That's and what I'm saying. That. She's a contrarian. Mm. Yeah. So I yeah, don't. She yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't. but that's her brand, isn't it? So I guess it's her brand. But yeah. she's very pretty, very pretty, very pink, very pink. Her delivery is off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her delivery. I'm chatting. <laughs> uh-huh. So ZZ, <laughs> ZZ, Miss Dynamite, and Trillery. Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. <sighs> Do you know what? If if ZZ just stopped talking at some point, would we marry that one? But she just keeps talking. I'm still, I'm still lipsing. I was lips. <laughs> <laughs> she's not talking then. She wouldn't be talking. So uh, yeah, I'll kiss. I'll kiss her. I'm avoiding Trillery and. I'm marrying Miss Dynamite because I feel like she's seasoned. She's a seasoned babe. Mm. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm marrying Zizi. I'm marrying yeah, Zizi. But do you, know, do you know what I mean? We just, we just need to communicate and just talk about the issue <laughs> at hand. And hopefully we just get through it. Yeah. So like Zizi, I'm going to marry. I'm going to snog 
trillery and mm. I'm gonna avoid Miss uh, Miss Dynamite. Mm. Mm. True. She's a legend though. She's a legend. She is. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna avoid Miss Dynamite. She's mm. not my age, mate. I just. Mm. <laughs> 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 She's not. <laughs> She's really low key though. How old is Miss Dynamite? She'll be in her like. Late thirties? No, late forties. No, late forties. No, she must be like late thirties. No, nah, Miss. You, you might old. be right because she's been in the game for a time. She's not late forties. Thirty nine. Yeah, oh. yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more <laughs> sense. She's thirty nine, which is like somebody's thirty over there. Yeah, You're twenty nine. You know I mean? I'm almost twenty. You're how old are you? Thirty already? I'm, I'm twenty six. You're twenty six. I'm gonna say Tara's the baby in here. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> You don't look old, but I just thought because of how no, you Tara's present yourself. Yeah, you got like a mature presence. Essence. And then yeah. when we talk to people, just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> I thought he was like Rosie's age. Mm. 26, baby. Wow. Mm. Okay. Sorry. We'd love to see your maturity. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to, I smash Trillery, mm. but I think I'm going to marry Zizi. I feel like we'll have a very rocky five year marriage. <laughs> <laughs> We'll kind of retake, rekindle for a while, then we'll just leave it. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll like effectively co-parent some of the time. I am done. <laughs> I feel like me and Zizi would never agree on anything. Like anything. I don't think co-parent would work with Zizi. <laughs> I don't think so. Just have to give her the child. I feel like she'll give me a headache on purpose. That's what, what I'm saying. saying. You're not coming to get Rashid. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would definitely marry Zizi. I just, I just feel like, oh, oh you want to be controversial? I'll be controversial with you, baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so toxic. <laughs> I might just enjoy it relationship. For a mm-hmm. um, I would definitely snog Miss Dynamite. She's not yeah. really my type, but mm. I don't know something about her. I'm like, yeah, it's like, artistry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trillery. There's something about her that puts me off. You know, she looks she's rude. Very, very attractive. She's extremely. <laughs> yeah, she is. Attractive. She's very yeah. pretty. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think it could run. Like, mm. yeah, it's a no for me for Trillery. I'm don't so you think sorry. it's interesting she that all, none of us avoided Zizi? Mm. For, it, she even she though she's not, I have her block. Even blocked or muted, but. I'm done. I think no, I just, she's I'm not me. blind. Exactly. It's because she's paying it. In. Yeah. <laughs> it's paying. And the thing is, yeah, as long as I feel like when somebody is like that, the way controversial they are and everyone complains about them and blah blah blah, they continue to do well. But you have to think about why. So maybe not sure that privileges. Maybe she's got a bit of priv- pretty privilege in there. Maybe yeah. Because none of us avoided her. But we've all got complaints. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 it's true. Definitely pretty privileged there. And I think some people who are controversial, if you don't rise to it, if you choose to leave them alone, don't engage with them, mm-hmm. they kind of calm down. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. She she might calm, be, it's, a, yeah. it's a brand. It's a brand. if she wasn't like, you know, that like attractive, as, as attractive as she, as she is, yeah, everyone would be cussing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> everyone will cuss. She will be cancelled. Yeah. But I used to see her in church and she's actually always been paying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's the end of our game. Um, let's get into it. First of all, how do you guys identify? A lesbian. Yeah. yeah. It, like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, sexuality-wise, sexual orientation. Lesbian. Are we, this, is, this is not going, you're going to edit this bit out. No, 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 I'm asking. Oh, is that part yeah, of Yeah, um, I'm asking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck, ask that I again. I was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys identify? Uh, lesbian, yeah. Lesbian, both lesbian. Mm, so, okay. this episode is actually about Femmes, lesbian yeah, femmes, femmes, because so far I feel like every femme we've had on here has been bisexual. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about lesbians, we always talk about masculine presenting lesbians. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
just in a general sense anyway, whenever people think about lesbians, they think about masculine presenting lesbians and not femmes. Mm-hmm. So we thought, you know what, it's time. It's been over a year we started this podcast. We don't even talk about the lesbian femmes. Do you know what? I so feel like we just assume that femmes are bi. <laughs> like yeah. I, because I don't know a lot of like lesbian femmes. Mm. I don't know. You you guys are lesbian femmes. Do you know a lot of lesbian femmes? I actually don't. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good point. I don't mm. either. It's not even necessarily that they're bisexual, but they usually like pan or they, mm. or they identify as like queer or fluid. Mm-hmm. Fluid, yeah. Because when they get approached, they're not just getting get approached by females, they're getting approached by men as well because mm-hmm. they are feminine presenting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of difficult for them to be like, you know, I'm just a lesbian. Yeah, like, yeah. How? Yeah. How about you? I don't know any lesbians that. Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> I kind of think in my head, but I. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think. I, can't I think, like, think. if I went, like, through my, my people, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. But, mm-hmm. you know. Nothing wrong with you two, I felt like there's one that someone mentioned just the other day, but we don't know her like that. Mm. You know her, though, but we don't know her like yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, she's the, we, don't, we don't know her like that, but she, her, but other than that, other than that no knows. one. And, but the thing is, yeah, I do think it's interesting that, like, over the years, there have been women that I've met and they've started out lesbian. Like they told me they were a lesbian, mm. but they weren't a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, they only say that to like because they don't want you. Because you know, there's a lot of biphobia in the oh, community. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of stigma yeah. With, like, with you can't just be for some reason a feminine presenting um, lesbian mm-hmm. and not like men mm. for some mm. reason. So it's just like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I am a lesbian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. have you two had to like combat that before? I don't feel like men approach me. I don't know what energy I give off. Well, we've seen from like lesbians or masculine presenting lesbians or by other bisexual people in the scene. Have they said when you said that you're a lesbian? Do they say? Do they believe you? Do they believe you or do they question it? Like nah. Mm. <laughs> it's like oh okay. Yeah. yeah mm. I'm surprised they're probably not used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because I've never had anyone in the community anyway that has asked me and I've responded like yeah I'm a lesbian and they've gone really they've gone oh okay. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. then I kind of figured. I'm like, oh, all right then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have to explain myself, which I like. That's why I think that it's just when masculine presenting lesbians get together, mm-hmm. I think that's when the chat really starts. Okay. Yeah. Because then it comes like, oh, man, they're probably going to be with a guy anyway. They say lesbian, but nah, man, I'm sure they like guys, you know. Yeah. You know, like guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I've just, I've never seen it. But like I said before, I've always seen, for example, like one of my exes, she said she was lesbian. Mm. We were in the relationship, blah, blah, blah. And then somewhere through the relationship, she started peeping at the man. So obviously <laughs> I had to ask her. I was like, so I thought we did. Because she told, she was like, to me, one of the conditions for us being in a relationship was that I sh- couldn't be bisexual. Because obviously I had a daughter. So she what? was like, yeah. So the internalized biphobia. Yeah. So she was bisexual. like, you've got a daughter. Are you sure you're not going to go back to men? Because I don't want to deal with anyone that's bisexual. And that's what she said to me. And I was like, no, 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 I'm here. I'm committed. And, but like some months down the line now, she was um, peeping at like, men kind of thing. I was like, hold on, hold on. Like, she's been a bit inappropriate for our relationship. And I was like, hold on. So are you, my my thing, do you know what my concern before the fact that she was peeping at other people was, but you said you were a lesbian. Cause mm. it just cause she made a big deal about me being bisexual yeah, in the beginning. Course. Yeah, so I was like, so are you a lesbian or bisexual? She goes, well, you know, I've been questioning my sexuality oh. lately and I think I might be bi. But the thing is, I don't think I mean, I think she's. I think she was by the whole time, yeah, but yeah, yeah. because of maybe the stereo, 
typed in the scene she had to just say to me yeah. that she was a lesbian because it was it was back when the stereotypes were really it was going. really yeah, rife yeah. then like now it's not really that bad but back then mm-hmm. it's like it, even with like us mass it's like you can't be in the middle as is in terms of presenting mm-hmm. like you can't be a stem you have to be either or like so everybody mm-hmm. understands so it was very very much so like you can't be in the middle of anywhere mm-hmm. like you have to pick a side would you just say that your your fans though would you guys actually say your fans they're feminine. Look at them. <laughs> yeah, but with, what do they say? But what like, inter- okay, say? what do you class as fair? Because we had a discussion on the last mm. episode. What is masculine presenting? Now, obviously, we said that it's to do with mentality. It's also to do with the way you dress. Do you think that um, Tiana Taylor is masculine presenting? No, I classify her as no. STEM, you know? STEM. I think she's got masculine energy, energy. but mm-hmm. she's not masculine presenting. Presenting. Right. That's what I said, because yeah. in our last episode like um teo and everyone was saying that they think she's masculine presenting and i was like nah mm. nah <laughs> i mean i get that but i think she has <laughs> dominant energy yeah she does so like obviously you present as feminine from what i can see you guys look pretty yeah like, pretty you know, do you know what i'm saying <laughs> lipstick, yeah, but what would you guys actually but what, say? yeah what how would you guys like actually like... i think myself as a femme but like if like stud was one stem mm-hmm. is five and then femme is Ten, I think mm-hmm. I'm at seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'll sit around there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I don't think I've ever really thought about it because I do makeup. So mm. I, when I go out and I wear makeup and stuff, people automatically assume, oh yeah, she's really feminine. It's like I'm extremely dominant, mm-hmm. and I classify. I would have classified myself as STEM, but nobody mm. looks at me that way. So I'm like, listen, whatever you take it as, is whatever mm-hmm. you take it as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in your relationships, like, what kind of roles do you would play? You say? Yeah. Ooh. Um, presenting wise yeah. probably more me- more fem- feminine however like in the bedroom yeah not necessarily oh what about in the relationship <laughs> what about in the relationship because i could have i could have guessed that mm-hmm. for kind of like both of you i could <laughs> guess that you're quite like you know the dominant in it so like but in the relationship w- in a relationship yeah um oh i can be quite yeah i'm just i'm very i've got a very like i'm very dominant i'm mm. very 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 dominant um I wouldn't say that like I've got huge masculine energy, mm-hmm. but I'm able to like, I can switch sides if I need to. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm, I don't solely fit into that feminine identity yeah. when it comes to me as a person and my characteristics. Mm. So yeah. Mm. What about you? I think when it comes to approach women, I think I can be quite dominant. So mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to approach a woman, but when in a relationship, I like both sides. I like her, I like quite assertive women. Mm-hmm. So. I like to like play both sides in the relationship. Mm. Mm. I like assertive women too. Tell <laughs> me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Like, I don't want to like keep comparing to bisexual women, but it's because of what, that's what we know for the most part when it comes to femmes. But with bisexual femmes, I think that it's a little bit different. Yeah. And that's the difference between feminine and lesbians. Is that it because they expect you as a mass presenting to yeah. be more Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of them, they're like, they're used to being with guys. So mm-hmm. that's sort of where that comes from. I mean, kind of how, kind of how they've been socialized as well. Right. Like we've all kind of been socialized that way, but we've all sort of deviated from that. But like, that's pretty recent. They're, they're dating, like them dating men is pretty, you know, recent history. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, they <laughs> <laughs> the hetero ghetto. The hetero ghetto. <laughs> so they kind of expect us to play those roles, you know what I mean? Those gender yeah. roles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not really, I kind of, do you know what? It's, let me not be, I'm a hypocrite. I'm going to say, I don't really like it, <laughs> but I do enjoy being a gentlewoman. So mm-hmm. it's like, the patriarchy is just living on. Do like, you guys enjoy like treating your babes? 100% and you know what this is the thing I think it's important to remember that like especially being a feminine presenting lesbian like I like 
to, for us to share the roles. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't don't try and expect me to be submissive because yeah. it's never going to be that. I want to do for you the same way you're doing for mm-hmm. me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will cook, I will clean, but 100%. But they should cook and clean as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it shouldn't all be on me, but it, it depends on, like, who you're with and that the kind of, like, dynamic that you have and yeah. how you have and how they actually understand you, to be fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how I like being dominant. I can't even lie. Mm. I, I don't know. I think because I date ever femme women, so I like a femme woman who's quite dominant, so I don't really feel the overexertion of trying to overpower mm. me. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes both ways. I like to treat the woman I'm with and I like mm. them to treat me. So mm. yeah. I think equal mm. thing. I get that yeah. as well, because even though I'm like masculine presenters and we all can mm-hmm. see, I do like... I don't, I'm not the boy. Like, I don't mm. want it, like, who's the man? I'm not, yeah. I don't, no. There's too much to think about. Yeah. What about you, Rosie? I mean, I just hope Twiggy's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's equal, hun. But, well, in my relationship is, I am more the dominant one in all areas. <laughs> yeah. But I am also the cooking and cleaning one at That's the same time. That's what's funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm also the cooking and cleaning one. So, I mean, I mean, I think I take on all the roles, but she just takes on one. It's the most submissive one. <laughs> but, um, true babe. but yeah, she just wants to be a, a babe that's been taken care of in all areas. But you know, you've listened to the podcast now, you can learn and, you know, <laughs> people will equal. It'll be great. But, um, but yeah, so you mentioned that you dated, you date femme women. So is that, is that do you only date femme? Yeah. Okay. Oh, crazy. How about you? I'm very open. Like, mm-hmm. um, I date masculine presenting women, feminine presenting women. You just like women. I just like women. <laughs> yeah, you just like women. <laughs> for me, yeah. it's all about personality and a vibe. Do you know what okay. I mean? So yeah. I'm not, a lot of people will know, like, it's for me, it's not about how somebody looks. Mm-hmm. It's all about how you make me feel and, like, the kind of conversations that we have. Like, I'm very, I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can connect with you, are we good? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. about whether you're feminine or masculine to me. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you obviously you date femmes. So is there like has there ever been a case where a guy has seen you not see not thought that you guys were together and tried mm. to maybe like get in there or like because people will probably see you t- as two femmes and their they first friends. friends yeah will be like friends. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, but I don't really feel threatened or aware about guys. Mm. Like, I think it's as you think my my girlfriend is like, okay then. Like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Confidence. Mm. <laughs> and I think like the women I'm with, they're more. Like, oh, like, leave us alone. But me, I'm just like, as long as you're not being disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even me, I don't really, I don't really care that much. I don't care. I mean, I w- like, I watch, like, I watch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just be sitting there, like, oh, because it's, it's nice. Like, yeah. somebody finds your girlfriend attractive. Of yeah. course, yeah, like, man, she's hot. So what? One of my brother's um, friends came to my house the other day, and um, ugh, they don't listen to this. <laughs> and they, uh, they were just, one of them was just basically, like, oh, you got this friend, talking about Anna's girlfriend. And then, um, I was like, oh, because I don't think my brother, but even though they're both in my house, I, was, I don't think my brother realised mm. that like, she's your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, that's Nana's girlfriend. He was like, oh. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's very apologising. I was like, okay. no, Nana loves it. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. Like, it's fine. Check out her girlfriend. It's fine. Just don't touch. That's it. That's, that's all that's, really. That's it. But yeah. yeah, so why do you only like femmes? Like, what's, why, why do you like masculine presenting? I don't know. I'm just not really attached to masculinity. Mm. You know, it's mm. like family. So you don't think masculine presenting is pretty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get onto that. I'm <laughs> screaming <laughs> because mm-hmm. because once you take off the there's a lot of actually masculine presenting babes that have pretty faces. Yes, there and are. also when you take off the clothes, mm. you know what I'm saying? There's a body thing. You know what I'm saying? I agree that there are a lot of masculine presenting women who are very pretty. But mm. 
I don't know, maybe it's the the whole masculine energy towards me. I just doesn't mm. really mm. Yeah. But but just wanna put this out there. Not every like even though someone's masculine presenting, they some of them do exude feminine energy. 100% so what about the ones? Yeah, that. like yeah. some 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 people just play up too much but you know when you get to know them they're a lot more feminine mm. in the way they like to present yeah so would you what if someone moved okay let's just give you a scenario yeah not that i'm kind of changing my mind like that because you know we love we love we hope you get married soon actually because mm. i would like to wear a hat to somebody's wedding <laughs> and like let's say a masculine presenting person approached you mm-hmm. pretty face nice bod bum all that all that mm. And then you got to you like okay let me just let me just try it and you got to know them small small is that could you just not look past the masculine bits? I could I get to know them. Mm-hmm. I get to know see what personality is like. Maybe because all the masculine women that I've like come across or been approached by have been quite girl energy. Yeah, yeah. 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 too yeah. much. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much for me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Tara? But you like everyone anyway, yeah. Yeah, like, not everyone, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like every everyone who I've been with, like to me, is just so 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 attractive. Whether it's in the face, whether mm-hmm. it's personality or body, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even you know, um, one of my exes who is masculine presenting, amazing body, like just mm-hmm. out of this world. Like, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna wow. front. Like, she got a nice body. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of times I've got bum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. They exactly. do. I'm not exactly. starting by example. <laughs> masculine <laughs> presenting with a huge yes is rosy. So yeah, like. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm very Let's flip it over because we don't want to be doing up all this patriarchy. What about you? What if a nice looking, yeah, masculine presenting person mm-hmm. approached you, nice board, all of that, and they were really persistent to mm-hmm. want to get your number? What would you do? I wouldn't enjoy them being persistent. That's number okay. one. Because I'm a lady about babe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like it when people are too much. Mm-hmm. But I'm open. You know this, I'm open. Like, mm-hmm. but it just has to be there has to be a vibe there has to be a chemistry because there are some like i could date somebody who is kind of like me a bit more femme but like do you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but if it's too mask mm-hmm. if it's like the person that was chirping you miami mask like stud like stood oh God, i don't know if i've told you guys about like, this one i wouldn't <laughs> i can't handle that like i can't because i'm i still feel like i'm quite feminine in in not in the way that i present but like in the way that i am my mannerisms mm-hmm. and everything even even you yeah so definitely, yeah I, I couldn't do something that's too too girl. masculine too girl. yeah i mean in miami so. <laughs> <laughs> i asked this stud yeah studs you know the ones that are there the american studs they're stud stud i asked for directions for like a venue and she was like would you say? I was like, where is the hotel? Like, I was slowing myself down because I thought maybe I talked too fast, that English accent, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, what you say? And I was like, do you not understand what I'm saying? And like, she was like, no. I'm not going to do the American accent. <laughs> she was like, no, I understand. But I just want to keep hearing you talk. And I was like, when I say it, it was white, my face would have been red. I was like, I was like, because no masculine presenting person ever. had ever moved to mm. me before. Like in person, like that yeah. anyway. So I was kind of like, raw, okay, okay. I was like, I was very giggling, like some school girl. Yeah, let's go in it. It's just that's what you're saying. I was like, no, you know. I was like, no, I just yeah. want to know where the hotel is, and then she told me where it was. But when I was out there, I did see a lot of like, not a lot, not a lot, but there were like Stud two stud. studs together yeah. and stuff like that. Obviously, we don't really see that here. We don't at all. I don't and have a problem with it. Like, I, I don't have don't. a problem with it. I don't think that I would you, be yeah. 
S for S. Mm-hmm. But you but I have had English masculine presenting people yeah, meeting before, yeah, like yeah. on the sly in mm-hmm. the DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would never know. Like from the outside, you would never know. Mm-hmm. But I wonder why, like what we're gonna do to like take away all the stereotypes. I and don't know. It's really open, mad you know? because I feel like even those people that move to you they're not stud. I don't think we're studs, and that's the and that's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't really see. I don't see myself as a stud, and I don't see you as a stud. No, the two people that moved to me were actually one of them's probably about the same as me, but the other one is a lot more masculine than me. Okay, so she probably felt like, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is where I think like the, the names where like you get like Butch and like Dyke, mm-hmm. like like in America, that's where those like come into play because I feel like there's levels to like, yeah. to, like stud life. You yeah, know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like for us when we say stud, we or or masculine presenting, we think of people like you know that just you know dress up like slightly manly, mm-hmm. whatever, have a little bit of like um you know male energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, there are people out there that don't they forget that they're a woman. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean, and 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 that in itself is like a oh. Like, I wouldn't go for someone like that because my mm-hmm. thing is, you still got to remember that you are a woman. Like, mm-hmm. you have a vagina. Do you mm-hmm. get it? I think like those people like that, they need to look within themselves and they have some, like, gender identity issues. issues. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there was one that was like, do you remember Channel 4? What was it called then? Oh, Handbook something. Yeah, 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 yeah handbook. handbook. Remember there was a stud one, the stud episode. He was trans. Yeah, well, they're trans now. Yeah. Now they're actually a man. Yeah. They're, they're actually a man now. And uh, they've taken all the other episodes are there apart from that one, because obviously what they were describing wasn't oh, someone yeah. who is a lesbian or like who's masculine presenting or stud. It was literally they were like, oh, I don't like the fact they have a le- uh, vagina. They were saying, you know, I like to be a man. Like all these things are points was being a trans. Mm. Like so now they're actually trans, which I'm happy for them that they got to, you know, discover themselves, discover themselves yeah. and live in those truths now. But at the time, I remember there were a lot of people who were just like, no. Yeah, that's not me. Mm. But, but yeah, I mean, it's lit. I think there are more. There are more stuff for studs out there, but they're just scared. Yeah, mm. they're scared of the reaction. They're scared mm. like, who can I approach? Who's going to get any? offended? Huh? Do you know any? I don't know any, but I feel like there would be. Yeah, if there's friends and friends together. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I think that the community the as a whole has a way to go in terms of like breaking down stereo heteronormative stereotypes mm-hmm. or mimicking heteronormative norms because even in relationships we do it as well like we yeah. do it in our relationships but mm-hmm. i think we still have a way to go i think you know? it's a lot to do with like language i think like there are just too many labels and it's quite restrictive mm. and i think that's what it is because when you when you people have their definitions and they're very very sort of boxed in like as a stud you're you're the man you want you take on this role and so if you deviate from that or show a, you know a different side then it's just like oh you you don't fit into that mold you're not a stud mm-hmm. you're something else i don't know what you are but and it comes within the community as well like people it's people within the community saying like yeah you can't be this and you can't be that yeah and policing mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying we do have a long way to go though 100 i think us in our community we are our worst critics because unfortunately mm-hmm. like you have people that come out and they want to just identify like yeah that's me that's me but then everyone in the community is like nah that's not you and mm-hmm. that's probably why you don't have a lot of feminine presenting lesbians that will come out and be like oh mm-hmm. i'm a lesbian they'll be like i'm pan or fluid because mm-hmm. it makes people understand them better it's like mm-hmm. oh well there's there is the potential for them to potentially go to a man mm-hmm. or potentially just date somebody else that isn't a woman yeah oh, have you ever dated someone who didn't believe would you ask this question about who didn't believe that you, like you were like just like women it's always men it's always mm. men. Yeah. It's never women. It's always men. Okay. Um. I 
if I get moved to and I'm like someone, oh yeah, I just like women, they're like, so you're saying I don't have a chance? Well, I told you that I'm a lesbian. That yeah. means that there is no way, no how. That yeah. Isn't they don't believe it. They're like, oh, why is someone as pretty as you? And it's just like. It's always that, in it? You're yeah. too pretty to be yeah, a lesbian. I don't, I don't, I don't Some like girls said that to me, you know. A, a girl said a that to woman you. said to me, "Are you too pretty to be a lesbian?" They said, "Well, maybe you're questioning something, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, but yeah, oh. of course, I'm not surprised that men will see you, you two even, and just think that, you know, you'd like men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like. Do you yeah. guys feel represented, like on the scene and? Like even outside the scene <laughs> in the media and stuff like that. No, as black as lesbians. black lesbians, yeah. Black feminine lesbians. Not remotely. No. Mm. Is there no one that you can think of that's like an influencer? That's like a No. That's a lesbian. I can't um think of one. there's there's one person who I came across who's actually a boohoo model. Uh, oh. I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But I found out later on that she um, is currently with a woman. I don't know if she's a lesbian. That's okay. Oh, saying. yeah. But she's feminine. Know. But she's feminine. Mm. Very feminine. She's a model. She's absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. And she's dating a woman. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not where I can say I feel represented because I don't know if she's a lesbian. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about, we've been speaking about like, representation in the media and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Quite a lot, And. Yeah. A lot of what we speak about is about masculine presenting lesbians. Mm-hmm. And I think that because we just look at the aesthetic and we feel like we just automatically internalize that you guys are represented because there are feminine people everywhere yeah. like in the media, but not really masculine presenting people in the media. But about the lesbian yeah, part, we don't think about the lesbian yeah. part usually. Mm. And I was thinking, about, I was like, I don't. I don't know any. Like, if it, we talk about not being represented, about you mm. guys are really yeah. not being represented. Yeah. Like, anytime you watch anything, anytime they like portray like the idea of a lesbian, it's always someone that is masculine presenting mm. or someone who is a little bit more masculine, not necessarily masculine presenting, but maybe like a mm-hmm. STEM. So when it comes to like, I'm really going to get into film here, but when it comes mm-hmm. to like Shonda Rhimes and the way she portrays like certain people, for example, um, Amira Van, I can't remember her, the rest of her surname, but she is. Um, what show was she in? Um, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. And which one? The lesbian. She's um. She's a lesbian in there. Oh, the, the the lawyer. The lawyer. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I was like, oh okay, we really switched it up, huh? Because mm. she's very feminine presenting, but yeah. she, and she identifies in that show as a lesbian. As a lesbian. Yeah. That in itself is just like, oh here we go. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going somewhere because mm-hmm. every time you see someone, it's like. Was she black? Or was she Latina? No, she was like either white or Latina. But there was the other one. What's her name? Was it? I know she was like Latina, like Afro Latina. Which one? In How to Get Away with Murder towards the end. Yeah. Oh no, I ain't watched the ending, guys. Oh, towards sorry, the sorry. end. I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched the last season. She was Afro Latino, and um, she was a lesbian. You haven't finished watching it. I have finished watching it. I was you like, don't know the black. Was she a lesbian in the show the or in actual? That tried to get with... Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. She tried to yeah. get with Annalise. She, she trying That's to what Annalise. I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other lady. No, I'm okay, talking about this, that Okay, because this... Yeah, one. this one, she's black. Her yeah. name's Amira oh, yeah, she's black. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amira Vaughan or something. She, she was like, Castillo. 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 She is so fine. She's really pretty. Yeah. I was really hoping it in real life. She's not there. She's got a man in it. I'm so upset. There's someone else, though, that was in... I thought it was at The Wire. Oh, there was a sex scene in that wire, boy. The police officer. But she was a bit masculine though, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she wasn't was. really femme. Yeah. A bit stemmish. Yeah, like. we don't really see. Do you know what? It's funny. It's funny that you say that mm. you see a lot of masculine because I feel like I'd, we don't see a lot of masculine presenting in film. But I think what it is is that we see a lot of 
just like white in general. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, and that's right. the thing. It's like, we don't see black masculine. We don't see mm. black femme. <laughs> like mm. we don't see it. That's what mm-hmm. we don't see. But the thing is, you can always identify in like a show when st- when they're trying to portray someone as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. When you when you're not too sure, and they come out and say, "Oh, because I'm a lesbian," you're like, and they're feminine. You're like, "Ooh, oh, that's mm-hmm. what they did there. Mm-hmm. I like that." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's and it's very difficult to like come across. Yeah, especially black, because I would argue that there aren't a lot of masculine. I feel like they put a lot of feminine queer women in TV shows because it's palatable. Mm. Because it looks cute. It's the fantasy. It's the male yeah. fantasy. You know, yeah. the male gaze. Definitely the male gaze thing. Yeah. And it's not a lot of masculine presenting. I, I don't really feel like I've, I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't, I don't feel think like so. um, gay women in film, I think they have to make it very blatant that you're gay. You have mm. to exactly. have a exactly. low haircut. Mm. Okay, this person is gay. Yeah. Mm. They yeah. can't just let it be subtle. That's why mm. I don't think femme lesbians are represented because they feel like maybe it's too much for the story. They have to really mm. work the story to get it in there. Because mm. mm. you know, it's not it's a not thing where enough. the audience is going to look and automatically They're just going to assume lesbian. that they're straight, yeah. Mm. But the thing is, what, what show was, um, the show where they're in, in prison, Orange is the New Black, there was loads of like femme presenting, mm. but they were white. Yeah. So there's, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's only black. Was there anyone that was black and femme? No, Pusey was mask, you know. Mm. Would you cast her mask? Well, I mean, soft, in the show, like a soft. She's okay. well. She's like she's like a bit of us. No, but she's still wears, wears dresses. She's like us in, in the, the TV show. show. Yeah, but outside of the TV show, she is like step minute. She yeah. still wears mm-hmm. dresses and stuff like that. But in the core, she's a she's one of us. But I'll give the you core. an example, even based on what like <laughs> Vanessa said. There was um uh, another show. It's, re- it's new. It came out on Netflix recently. It's called Grand Army, mm. and it's basically. Yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. So basically, it's about like. I guess like the trials and tribulations of when like when you're in an American school like yeah. as a black teen or whatever, and there's one girl in there, and they don't say anything really about her, but you can tell they've tried to portray her as a lesbian, short haircut, um, stretch yeah, tomboy, stretched ears. Okay. But again, it's like you know because you've looked how you wouldn't as- assume that like someone else was. And there's another girl in the show called mm-hmm. Joey, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie to you, the amount of times I thought she was gonna kiss a girl, I was so ready for it. <laughs> so it never femme. happened. Uh, yeah, dead. because she was so close with her best friend. Yeah, innit? I really thought that they, they would be like this close. There were two. Close. I was like, this is weird. Like, I've never been that close to a friend before. But going back to the masculine presenting one in the show, like, she could easily be straight. She could be because they haven't actually said anything, but you can mm. see mm. what they're trying to portray there. But mm. the thing is, she's made a show? lot of like sly comments about women, mm-hmm. like all oh, the things I would do. Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah, because she likes her friend. Yeah. But what I was trying to get at is that like, it's you may not think so, but Rosie, you could definitely be straight. You could be a straight I mean, person. Yeah, I could you, be. There are straight I've dated women. men before, haven't I? Exactly, and I wasn't women. that different to what I am now, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There are straight women who look like you. Mm. When I was like a bit more feminine than I am now, um, one guy, I was like, well, didn't you know I'm gay? And th- don't you know by just looking at me? He was like, no, because loads of girls just like you and they're straight. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I feel like we just... I think it's more of an energy as a, thing. As a, yeah, yeah, as a mental... And I think that more men are open to dating masculine women than they admit. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. What? 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100
it's just disrespectful. You're At the end of the day, he, though, there was more, more than one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I just talk, I think about Lucy. one one guy, mm. yeah. but there was a lot of. It's the way it's quite like disrespectful, and you know that she's a lesbian. Mm. It's kind of like when guys talk to you, and even though you're femme, like they're still like, "Well, I can't get a chance." Like yeah. it's disrespectful. Like you know, you need to like respect my boundaries. You need to respect mm. who I am. And that's mm. what it was for me. But at the end of the day, younger May, even though we are bros, still a girl. Mm. <laughs> still got breast, still got bum. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't see, I don't, I don't, of course men are going to be attracted to her. Mm. When you, when we think about in professional settings mm. now, and um, like you guys, people, I was trying to think of a word for miss sexualizing you but it's you know misgender. Yeah, like misgender what's the word for that is there a word I for that know. i was googling I, it I, I think we should go with misexualizing because that sounded really nice yeah, yeah, yeah. where someone misexualizes you guys so basically i'm lesbian but someone thinks i'm straight yeah so like in the professional workplace do you feel there's a need to correct them like or even outside of professional um settings do you think it's easier to tell someone you're a lesbian or was it just easier to brush it off because of the way you look I think probably because of places that I work, they're very like forward thinking, very free, very, oh, this is the LGBT club. Oh, yeah. I need a job there, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't assume, they're very like conscious about it. But I feel like if it comes up a normal conversation, you're talking about your weekend, you, you and your man went hiking. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what me and my girlfriend did this weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, I don't push it in your face, but if yeah. it comes up, it comes up. It's natural conversation. Mm. How about in other sort of like, in other settings where someone's just assumed and then do you feel have you ever felt like you don't have to um, correct someone you just feel like oh, yeah just go and yeah, just brush it off. Oh, yeah you have to go husband you're just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always comes up later on and i just can't bother to then have yeah. to explain it double time mm. just say just just say it at the beginning and then done mm-hmm. yeah i've definitely lied and it was this year <laughs> i lied yesterday i lied yesterday i can't lie to you like because well, i'm just like obviously again you can't just go by what people look like and i get that but just looking at me, do you see me with a guy? So I was just <laughs> like, it was my colleague, obviously he's a Nigerian guy, he's Christian, and he was just asked, like, do you have a boyfriend? And so I didn't want to lie. It's like, what? how can I lie? Because I do have a partner and I don't want to, like, downplay my partner or not mm-hmm. having one or whatever because I love my partner. So mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, just went along with it. I but just I went along with it. What's important about that is that, like, that's culturally because mm. the guy is Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of felt like somehow, some way, I have to lie to you because mm-hmm. I don't want to get judged. Or, yeah, you know what I'm but then if it was a white person, yeah, it would be mm-hmm. very different because like the place that I used to work at was also very like LGBT club kind of thing. Everybody in my office was gay, whether they were a man or oh, female, okay. they were all gay, and it was, wow. it was amazing because like we all had something. Oh, when you worked in the Saint Martin's Lane, yeah, 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 I remember, I remember, yeah, yeah. It was very, very, very mm-hmm. like very gay. Loved it, absolutely mm. loved it but there wasn't another black person in the office. If there was, and they were of African descent or Caribbean descent, I probably mm. would have lied. I probably mm. would have said, no, mm. my, 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 my husband. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just just because I don't really want you to come and say, oh, well, you know where we're from. Mm-mm, I'm yeah. a man. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of read the room as 100%, well. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like some people just go through it over their head. They just see you as a woman. Okay, your husband. They don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just not within their realm of thinking. Mm, yeah. And then you have to access it, okay, is this kind of is this person gonna react badly to me? Mm-hmm. Maybe you just have to risk assess it. <laughs> yeah, you do. It is a risk assessment. Isn't that a shame though? It is. Mm. But even me, like whether it be they've been white, Nigerian, <laughs> Ghanaian, Jamaican, <laughs> Italian. It doesn't matter. For me, there's been times because I just it's because of the industry that I work in though, because mm-hmm. the railway. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very male homophobic. dominated, <laughs> very homophobic. 
and the thing about the railway it's got a lot of um all lives matter energy in the yeah. in the railway oh, very so it's very racist and everyone so the railway as a whole used to be called british rail back in the day back then no black people worked there it was just and right now there's still a lot of descendants from that time mm. and a lot of train drivers for example are ex-police funny enough Oh, so really? yeah a, le- a lot of them are ex-police wow. so in my workplace <laughs> ex-police. so like they they are quite racist anyway and then obviously when someone's racist they probably are going to be homophobic yeah. as well and so a lot of the time i just don't say nothing if they mm. ask me like for example whenever for me it always comes up because i've got a child so people always ask if i have a husband when mm. they find out i have a child it happens every single time they just assume and you can see that they were trying to calculate in their head because hold on, I'm wearing the same uniform as them. I'm wearing the men's uniform, but I've got a child. You can see them calculating mm. it, and they, but they just say, "Oh, so you've got a husband?" And I think that's their way of asking. Yeah. But I just know because they're judgmental. I just say, "No, no, I ain't got a husband." But I don't say that I'm gay. Though. Yeah. I just say that I have a husband. Mm-hmm. And in other instances, um, I've said I'm in a relationship. I just say I'm in a relationship. Oh, mm-hmm. even even yesterday, for example, my auntie. Um, so my auntie gave Twiggy the biggest hug. Oh, a long time not see. Oh, my daughter. Da, 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 da. My auntie, yeah. And then Twiggy left for work. And then like half an hour later, I'll come downstairs and my auntie's like, so when are you going to get a husband? You need to find a boy does so you have another child. Does this auntie know that you, um, that's your girlfriend? I'm pretty sure she knows. Do you know Do you know why? Because a lot of these aunties, they come to my house all the time and Twiggy's always there. Oh, so they know her. Yeah, and I've bumped into her like in the street when I'm like linking up arms, arms mm. with Twiggy before. Like mm-hmm. we just saw her Dawson last week <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she knows. So then she was like, oh, um, and I know the mom doesn't tell no one. Mm-hmm. Mom doesn't tell them. It's kind of like, if you know, you know kind of yeah. thing. So, um, so yeah, anyway, she said this and then she was like, so when are you going to make a boy? You need to have another baby. And I was like, I just want to get married to a man. I just I don't want to get married to a man. She goes, you don't even need to marry. Just go to the boy and have the other child. And it's have sex. Yeah. They don't understand. And she just didn't want to like take it in understand. kind of thing. Dad, I don't like boys. What makes you think I want to have sex yeah. with one? Like, come on. So I just said soon. Yeah, this is me. Yeah, I'll get a boy soon. Because like I couldn't be bothered. bothered. Like, I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Like sometimes you just don't have enough fight in you yeah, yeah, to yeah. like try to you combat it. you got to pick it. your battles as well. Because sometimes it's like, do you really want to put yourself through this? Because sometimes it's kind of, it's draining and mentally like kind of just like it kind of mm. just fucks with you a bit but what are your parents like because obviously you guys are friends hmm. like i think i think for us yeah they might just get over it a bit more quicker because they're like nah this they look at what she's even wearing yeah like <laughs> what, who, who will take her kind of thing like i feel like i don't know i feel like my mom maybe like throws me under under the bus a little bit when my other family members are like oh so when are you gonna have a husband when mm. are you gonna have children or whatever she just looks at me and waits for me to respond and i'm like you don't want me to respond because yeah. i'm just gonna be very honest and yeah. be like, i don't date men yeah so she will always try and change the subject Mm-hmm. However, my other family members, like, it, again, like you said, like, if they know, they know. Mm-hmm. My dad knows, my uncle knows, my auntie knows, my mum knows. To me, they're the most important people to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for anybody else. Oh, yeah, my, like, my sister knows, but th- nobody nobody brings up anything to do with a man. However, with my mum as well, like, I've got um, two male best friends that always come around to my house. When they come, my mum's all, oh, nice, 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 nice to see you. It's been a while, it's been a while. And then it's just also, like... Why are you so nice to them? But every time I have a female come over the house, you're mm. acting some type of way. Because so they're wondering. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it comes like in, in the energy my mum like exudes kind of like, 
oh, okay, there's the potential. No, 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 that's just my friend. You are just getting overexcited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, my mum, I don't think, has come to terms with the fact that this is what it is and this is what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yeah, well, it's not going to change, so here we are. Mm. Do you feel like in the before, in the beginning, when you, your mum and your dad and your sister and everyone's finding mm. out, but do you think there was pressure to come out or was it just like a personal thing it's like yeah cool like there was only pressure with my mum my dad kind of knew based on who I was with and the fact that she was always around the house and Mm. you know he really liked her energy so he even to this day like will ask of her do you know what I mean Mm. and yeah my dad just doesn't really care my sister had obviously known about the last person the person before her and Mm -hmm. she was kind of like oh okay she has asked me on occasions do you like men as well or is Mm -hmm. it just women and Mm -hmm. I'm just like no I just like women Mm -hmm. but again it's because I've had like my best friend around the house my mum I don't think my mum's ever come to terms with it like we Mm -hmm. can't have a discussion about my sexuality it's not something Mm -hmm. that ever happens anytime I've tried to like talk to her about it she brushes it off even down to when my auntie had met my ex she was like why did you tell her before me I didn't I've told you you just brushed it under Mm -hmm. the rug like you pretended like it wasn't there Mm-hmm. Um, I still have that battle with my mum and unfortunately because of that we don't really get along mm-hmm. but again when we're like separate and she doesn't have to witness things and things aren't in her face mm-hmm. she deals with it a lot cool. better yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. what about you? I think I want to go back to what you said about family members saying are we going to find a husband Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's because if you really speak to an older generation and ask them about their life they were enjoying their life when they were young mm-hmm. they were doing things with women, with men mm-hmm. but they got to spot their life because I've got to get married now yeah. so they're mm-hmm. doing the same thing when they were young in their twenties, in here and doing here, they were doing it on the low. Mm. Of course like, they were. Gay, Boarding school, not, you know. Gay is not, yeah. it's not new. It's mm-hmm. not new at all. So they expect you to follow that same pattern. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm 28 now. Let me go and find a husband and settle that part of my Does life. Does it feel good mm-hmm. to say 28? Huh? Yeah, because I'm not even gay. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I think like they, they feel like we're going to follow that same pattern, but we're not. Mm. We, mm-hmm. we are more open, more free to live our lives. We're not going to like shut that part of our life and they expect that of us, mm. but... Mm. I think it's that, that I don't know like these heteronormatives like kind of show that you're like stability do you know mm-hmm. what I mean it, it's almost like if you're married you have it together if you're married to a man and you have kids you have it yeah. together so all your parents want for you is for you to have it together but you're just like I can still be with a woman and get mm. married to a woman and still have it mm. all the way yeah how come these couples are married for they just stay married they don't even sleep in the same room exactly <laughs> they, they hate each other, each other. I don't, I don't want that. I, just I never want I want to be in love with your ass. Yeah. I was telling my mum, I was like, you, you say that this is not part of the culture, whatever, but cheating is also not part of anybody's mm. culture. So like, and people do it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to live my life for you. Yeah. Like, I remember my parents, when they, when they split up, I remember like, um, they were still living in the same house. And me and my sister were like, why are you guys mm. living with each other when you don't like each other? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, for the sake of you two. We didn't ask you. Do you know what? what there's young say. people doing that too, you know? There's people like yeah, yeah. in their 20s there's doing that, that as well. people that are married that are yeah. like late 20s, 30s are forcing it. Mm-hmm. Forcing because people it. just want to, people, as I said, people are obsessed with marriage. It's very scary. That's the thing. And the thing is, marriage is only a piece of paper, you know? That doesn't mean mm. that you love somebody. That's just a piece of paper in order for you to get things like a mortgage. Yeah. yeah. In order for you guys to be financially stable. Mm. resources. That's what it was back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Do you guys want to get married then? I'm, a, I'm very open to it. I don't want to get married. But I don't think it will change the foundation of my relationship. This is, yeah, but this is it. Mm-hmm, though, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the idea of like the ceremony mm-hmm. is what I would like all my loved ones witnessing yes. the person who I love, like us coming together in holy matrimony. Mm-hmm. However, the idea of signing that piece of paper and basically signing your life away to be with that person for the rest of your life, I think it's unrealistic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you actually have no idea what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I've experienced that already, like with certain things, friendships, relationships, you don't know what's going to happen with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To put it all on the line and say, I'm going to share everything with you.
with you, mm. not knowing what things are going to be like in 10 years. I don't know about all that. It's I'm a huge lie. risk. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Civil mm. partnership is what I'm for. And like, okay. You know the differences? Because I don't know that. I don't know. I should know. I don't know the full difference. I just know mm. you don't have to sign that stupid document. And that's why. You don't have to. For a civil partnership. It's not the same as marriage. So you don't. It's not the same. So there must be some differences. Your assets aren't shared like that. Like you don't. Mm, yeah, like when you um, apply for like certain things, they'll ask you if you're married, mm-hmm. single, divorced, yeah, that's true, civil yeah. partnership. Civil partnership. It just means that like you're together. You know you're, you're, that you're with that person, but it's not. So it's a watered down version of because a marriage. there was a hetero yeah. couple that had to go to court because they wanted a civil partnership. I saw that, yeah. Instead of a marriage. Oh, look at them. They got they, their privilege and they want to go there. Yeah, there's differences, isn't it? I think I'm pretty lucky with my mom. She's never pressured me to get married. If when I said I was gay, she was like, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was, she yeah, your mum seems really cool. Like, yeah. yeah, my mum's brave. You can't shock her. Like, mm-hmm. trying to get my mum, I don't. Yeah, even when I told her I was a lesbian, she's like, yeah, I'm not worried. I'm worried about how people will treat you. I'm not I'm mm. worried about you in this house. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about you, like, going out and the way that people react to you. Yeah, and she's been really, like, open to mm. my girlfriends that I've been with. I've not had any problems with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you guys, like, even just came out after to family, because obviously there's also coming out to friends as well. Yeah. Like, how was that for you? Because even me, when I first came out to my friends, I was more feminine presenting. And they just thought it was going to be some famous. They were like, oh, yeah. but, I, but, but when I actually looked different, mm-hmm. that's when they took it, it seriously. Problem, yeah. like, but when I was more feminine, they were kind of like, oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I feel like friends-wise, I had some friends, particularly, this is ages ago, like probably about 10 years ago now, I told one of my friends, Yasmin, and she was just like, oh, I already knew. And I was mm. like, what do you mean you knew? She's like, I could just tell. And I was like, you never said anything. She's like, yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to. And I really appreciate the fact that it was so normal to her and she's mm. willing to just accept me as I was. Like, we don't really speak anymore, but it's something I'll always remember because it yeah. made me feel like, do you know what? I'm in a place that I can actually tell people and not feel any kind of way mm-hmm. and just unapologetically be like this is me and you're feels gonna nice. it feels nice yeah. like, it feels like it's a yeah, safe I space like i was really yeah. accepted and it was nice you know what i mean coming out to some of my family like i said like my mum was a bit different is a bit different but i just understand she doesn't want to see it i hear that my mm-hmm. auntie was very emotional about it because my auntie's my young my mum's younger sister she was kind of like you know she's a teacher so she okay. was like she was doing at the time she was doing an essay um about things to do with the LGBT community. And she was like, you know what, this is really gonna help me like understand, you know, my essay better and everything. And I appreciate you for telling me. And it was really, really, really emotional. Like, you know, we cried and whatever. We got my ex on the phone, who was my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was nice. It was that nice that she embraced me. My uncle was like, we love you regardless. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it was it was nice to know that. I wanted that from my mum as well. But unfortunately, where my mum was about 10 years older than my auntie, mm. it was kind mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. I can't expect that of her. My auntie also made me understand that. So she was a very like, a very neutral person in that situation. Like I said, my dad didn't give a shit. He didn't care. Yeah. He was just like, okay, yeah. do I still get grandkids? I was like, yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what they really care about. Yeah, that's all they care about. Yeah. I feel like my mum was a little bit cool because there was one day already, innit? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one think, because my mum was just like, can't you just like have kids and then do that after? Or can't you just get married to a man and just do your thing on the side? And I said, no, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I want. I don't want to be cheating. Yeah. I don't want to, do you know what I'm saying? It's just not a good situation. Mm. I think because you're like masculine as well, she probably thinks it's just never gonna happen. Yeah, like I'm never gonna. She probably doesn't even think I want to carry. Yeah. Mm. How about you guys? Do you guys want to carry? Ooh, if you got, if you guys want question. kids, mm, yeah. I always ask that question now. Do you want? Instead of assuming yeah. that every woman wants a child. Yeah. Yeah, I'm open up. I want to carry once. <laughs> yeah, just same. Once. Just Do you know once. what? Don't blame ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually want three kids. 
Okay. And I've always said to myself that no matter the partner I'm with, what we do is we share a baby daddy. So then what would happen is our mm-hmm. kids are um, our siblings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always an idea that I've had, you know what I mean? I've had the discussion with certain people before and I don't know, it just sounds like good to me. I will carry, but I also, not necessarily- But you carry all three? No, I would not. Okay. Um, I don't expect necessarily my partner to carry. It depends like who I'm with and that discussion that I have with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it would be nice if, our kids could be siblings or my children are actually also your children. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, I'm definitely carrying the hell. Yeah. 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 You carrying again? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Do you know what, yeah? I don't I haven't really spoken about on the podcast like my actual experience with pregnancy. Mm. But um carrying was actually the easy part. Like mm. For me, anyway, for some people have a shit pregnancy and that's understandable, but for me, it was easier part. She came out in two pushes, you know what I mean? Labor was six hours long. Our friend was, was in great. labor for 29 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people, they, like six hours seems like a long time, but it really isn't. Mm. And the only problem is I had to get stitched back up. My vagina has to get stitched back up. Do you know what that wasn't even bad? Our friend got ripped up no mine way, was ripped and down too. that way uh, no mine ripped one way We're exactly ripped to the to the, the bum. bum yeah mine ripped our friend's the bum. one ripped to the clitoris <gasps> and ripped no. to the bum no okay? no 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 we haven't seen the baby yet. Like they I've, just gave birth. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the yeah. baby on like FaceTime. She's yeah, I've gorgeous. seen the baby on like a picture. She, but, she's yeah. got so much hair. Yeah, like, she's, she's so beautiful. beautiful. She's not even that big. She's not big. Like she's not. I think she was ready to. Same with. I think it's the same it was with me. The same so with, I think she was ready me, to push. The situation was. Or I. It's funny because I came to the hospital in some basketball outfit. <laughs> they didn't take me seriously, <laughs> in it. Like one auntie was on the. They they sent me home like three times. Mm. They're like, you're not fully dilated yet. You need to go home, blah, blah, blah. So I went home, walking around the house naked. My friends were there. My brother was there, so embarrassed because he's thinking, oh my gosh, he's naked. <laughs> and then in the end, we're back to hospital. And I said, Dude, I'm refusing to go home now. At this point, I refuse to go home. The lady, the auntie that was there, go sit down, go and sit down. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a wheelchair. I was sitting in a wheelchair at the time because I couldn't walk anymore. And I, was, and I could feel Amari's head in the wheelchair what? and I, for like a good like hour and a half i could feel her head in the wheelchair so i was like, I, I was shouting i need to push i need to push and then this lady was just reading her hello magazine it's okay it's normal it's okay it's normal just wait <laughs> wait you're not 10 centimeters yet and i was like how do you know she wasn't even looking so how do you even know and i was just like so in the end the mom went up to her and said oh please my sister mother Tai is really struggling please can't help her <laughs> so she said Okay, so she calls the midwife who was on duty. The midwife came, and that she she they took their sweet time just because. So there was another girl who was also giving birth in there who happened to be, so her and Amrai actually share a godmother now. So they was she was I knew her, so she mm-hmm. was like we're not friends, but I know her. Mm. So she was in there, but she her labor was long. So I think they just thought yeah she's in there. She's another the young girl. She can hack it. So but so anyway, they took me to the room to check. It wasn't even a ward. They just took me to a random room to mm. check. They checked, the lady said, um, oh my God, he's more than 10 <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> and that's why I ripped because I just left it for too long. Mm, I was right. more than 10 centimeters. And yeah, so I went, that's why I reckon that's why she came out in two pushes because I mean, you I was more than ready. 10 centimeters. Yeah. Her it just head was like there. you handled the pain really well though because yeah. you're telling me that yeah. you were ready and they yeah. didn't know you were ready and you were yeah. sitting there like, can I push now? I was like, I need to push. Like I didn't take any medication, nothing. I just pushed and that was it. And she came out, but... I mean, mum was like, why did you have to wait? Because mum thinks that they didn't take me seriously because I came in one basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I 
t-shirt. <laughs> I should victim yeah. blaming. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, where you, you look a boy. You didn't you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You didn't even come properly. So it was, yeah, so because of that, I ripped like, I had stitches. And do you know what? That's the worst part of childbirth. Mm. The stitches is the worst. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Really? I wouldn't wish it on my, that is the worst part. Don't, don't you give numb your vagina? They numbed it. <laughs> <laughs> it still hurt like that. They, they numbed it. Like they, they injected all of that. This wasn't meant to be about childbirth, by the way, but it was, it's really, here we go. Here like, we are. They numbed and it was, I don't think people really tell you about this stuff. I don't, no, no, I don't it think was possible. people go into, like, no. you, you never hear like people going into detail about what it's like, what you experience, how you feel. No. I've, I heard people losing teeth, their bum hole falling out, hair falling out. Oh, People's yeah. edges go like there's a lot. I almost lost a tooth. Can you see? Can you guys see like a little bump here? Yeah, yeah. So that when I got pregnant, that went big. So I had to have surgery to get it taken off, and it was because of pregnancy hormones. So the tooth almost came out, I'm but because they did the surgery to shave it down. Look, yeah, pregnancy is a mad thing. Just people want to do it. Like obviously, I want to do it. I still want to be pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still want to do it. It's still worth. It's gonna be mad. Like it's gonna be mad. And they're throwing up as well. The morning sickness. Some people are really bad in the morning sickness. Oh, I didn't have any of that, so that's great. So like, yeah, that's great. That's why you're like the pregnancy was like the yeah. I played basketball too. I was seven months pregnant. What? Yeah, I played basketball to our seven months, so the pregnancy itself was fine. <laughs> it was that stitches. I I can't talk, I can't even explain how painful. Oh, anyway, anyway, we need to move on because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, can't I can't. But but yeah, so you guys still want to have kids? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, too sure Do you know what it is? The reason also why I want three is um there's this guy that I've spoken to um, who I basically want to be my baby daddy because mm -hmm. he's, he's also gay. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I want you to have my kids. And I was like, oh, I want, I want you to have my kids too. So what we've kind of decided is like, that's that's kind of like the way it's going to go. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, if I do one, I kind of have to do another one because he wants one too. Yeah. Okay. At least okay. Keep myself. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Do it's a nice I mean? little gay family though, isn't it? It is yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't live here. He lives in Canada. So it's kind oh. of like, yeah, our, our kids will be separated, but... You know, it is what it is, mm. you know. Do you know how you would, like, get a sperm donor? Have you thought about any of that? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want an anonymous part. I don't want to not know yeah. what they look like. I, don't, I want to be a bit more selective. Mm. You can be, though, when you go on, like, those donor lists and stuff. You can see what they look like, their education, history. Like, just not mean that's black. That's the problem. Yeah, that's so, the yeah. only problem. I was only two in London. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had an episode with Aisha. Yeah. He spoke about the process. Of, like, she's got three kids with her wife. And she's black and her wife is white. So obviously they wanted a child that reflected their family, but the mm. wife was going to carry all of them. And so they wanted to find a black donor. So if you've listened to that podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm repeating. But they wanted to find a black donor. And that's... There were two. There were two. There were two yeah. in this country. That, that London Sperm yeah. Bank um, website, there's like two. Yeah. 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 I think I think how I came to the decision as well was like, I had I had a look and I was like, I'm not seeing what I want to see here. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And obviously where he's gay, it's never going to be a situation where he's going to want to be in my child's life on his own. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's got his partner and, you know, he's good with um, the arrangement that we kind of have. It was like, well, if I can't go to a sperm donor, I need to be able to find someone. Because over here, you, you're right. Like, you can't find anything. Mm -hmm. They give you, like, criteria that you have to look at. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not... I'm just not getting what I want. I'm mm. not seeing I can find a black donor, a mixed race donor. I can't find anyone with black heritage. Mm. You need to just find someone that you know literally yeah. yeah but then someone that you're also not too close to that's another yep. conversation i had with one of my friends like there was someone else who i had like on my 
so-called list and they were like I don't think that's a good idea because mm. the person in question would have really wanted to be in the child's life mm. and I was like I mm. can't have that they have to respect the fact that that's mine and my wife's child yeah, not yeah, your yeah. child do you get what I mean and you also don't know what people are going to do when a baby is born exactly mm-hmm. exactly change their mind. if people see the baby they get attached and then exactly yeah. mm-hmm. that's and what's going to happen that's your genes how am I supposed to pull that child away from you when you actually like that child is half of you as well do you know what yeah. I mean yeah yeah, it's, it's all long, but I'm like, I'm not there yet, so it's okay. Mm. There's a lot of things to think about, innit? Yeah, 100%. Mm. I was just about to ask you guys something, gay. but it's just gone now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it had something to do with when I said the times I'm not there yet. No? Mm. Okay. Uh, I was going to edit this part. Let me just think what it was. It was. Oh, it's gone now. Was it a good question? It was a great question. Oh, man. Oh, what was it? Hold, give me, give me a mo. I mean, it went, let's re up while you're editing. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to have a good one. You need to drink up. Can you see this birthday card? This is my second one. I'm on my third one. Great. No, it is. It's a birthday. What do you mean? Girl. I you know what? I do like a bit of gin. I can't lie. I love gin. Gin is my drink. Like, girl, you haven't even. You need to go to Morrison's and get like the flavored gin because they have like this um, orange blossom and rhubarb one. Fuck oh, me, I tasted so the good. peach one the other day. That was Ooh, so listen, good. Unicorn one, strawberry and strawberries and cream, raspberry oh. ripple. Morrison's and they're yeah. a tenner. They are a tenner. Do you remember I, the orange blossom when I came to um 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 Lyra's? Oh, that was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Where's that from? Morrison's tenner. Oh, okay. Ten, ten pound. Yeah. Ten pound. Usually quite whole. cheap, you know. And the whole and that night, I finished the whole bottle. Do yourself. It was like twenty percent. I finished the whole bottle. I was like, ooh, <laughs> great. Okay, I remember questioning that guy. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So, what do you think about the quality of fems in the uh. UK? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm asking is because so. We were with one of our mates, Lyra. Are we Lyra. saying femme lesbians? Femme. We were talking about femmes in general. With Le- with Lyra, we'll talk about just femmes in general. Mm-hmm. But let's yeah, let's talk about femmes. Like we said, lesbians. we only know you two, and you yeah. two don't know that many either. So mm. let's just go with femmes. And what do you think about the quality on the scene? Not like because I don't feel that anyone here is with anyone from the scene. Yeah. So let's just say like the ones on the scene, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we were just having a conversation about that. Like, what do, before we give our opinions and what we think, what do you guys think? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never dated a person on the scene, like so I can't really. What do you? This doesn't matter when you dated. <laughs> when you've gone there, what do you see when you see something? What do you? What do you think? <laughs> Look at Tara's face as well. <laughs> I didn't. I silence is defeating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anybody that I particularly wanted to pursue anything with. Mm-hmm. That. So what was missing for you? <laughs> I'm t- I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, it's very small though. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not what we are talking about. We what we have seen there. <laughs> what do we think about what she we have said seen there? What we have the quality. <laughs> That was the question. The I'm quality. saying if the pool is small, there's not going to be amazing quality. Oh, and we've been to Lick and there's been 2,000 the people quality. there. Do you know what I mean? Even if there's four people, <laughs> the quality is not representation. That's the scene. Though. Okay, but all right, out of that, we like we prefer, our preference is black women, right? So yeah. that makes that pool well, let's, much let's smaller. Think about liquor. Okay, let's take all the black femmes mm-hmm. from do you know what even the studs as well but anyway we get into that one next mm-hmm. so let's work the femme first mm-hmm. so let's take let's take all the films from leak mm-hmm. all the films from pussy palace 
All the fans from Bad Witches. All the fans from this one. Do you get it? Let's okay. put all of them in one pool. Go for it. Okay. My personal thing about the fans that we have, the quality of them, a lot of them, first of all, are too young. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, mm-hmm. like, they're just not my age, mate. Like, mm-hmm. I've only ever dated women that are older than, me, older than me, ever. Like, whether it's four months, whether it's ten years, it doesn't matter. I've only ever dated women that are older than me. That's number one. Number two... A lot of the femmes that we have in our community or that we know of from all of these places have been passed around. Everybody Whoa, is whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop you there. No, I got to stop you there. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. I would say you have to rephrase your language. Okay. Because <laughs> it sounds a bit slut shamerish. It does. No, no, no. Not but I of... understand where you're... Co- Don't get me wrong. I understand. But I'm just... We have to be a bit P- PC. You know okay, what I'm saying? Cool. So not necessarily mm-hmm. what I just said. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to say it again. Um... <laughs> But it's down to preference. You want somebody that hasn't been with everyone. And no, that's no, no. It's not necessarily somebody that hasn't been with everybody, but it just so happens that because there aren't so many of us, unfortunately, we are the only ones for people to pick from. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Small. Well, yeah, and, and, and obviously mm-hmm. then that means that you've dated somebody that I know. You're also somebody's ex that knows my ex, that knows this person's friend, that yeah. is this person's cousin. It's and too I'm close. just like, uh-uh, I can't do that. So now, for me, I date people out of ends, or I mm-hmm. date people that are way older so that nobody, no, nobody knows them. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not to say, it's not slut shaming. It's just, they're just, you know, there's not too many of us. To I get you. From. I get you. Yeah, that's not slut shaming, but it's just the way you said it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. I was like, no, 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 no. Like that. <laughs> not like that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I get you there. I get you. The okay. Point, I don't know. Like, the, yeah. It's like, I've, I've met some femmes and I'm like, oh, okay, we could run. And then I find out you're so-and-so's ex from so-and-so <sighs> from back. No, I'm all right, you know. I'm good. I'm just, okay. You're all right, you, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> never be off the hook in this podcast <laughs> yeah i think everyone's a bit too young first of all everyone's a bit too close-knit mm-hmm. better yeah. yes <laughs> passed around way better than passed that's around like yeah that's a good that's a good yeah, one i like that i like that yeah it's just not for me mm. what's what's the problem with close-knit which she just said, drama. she just said, it's, it's no, drama it's, filled. It's the yeah. drama because uh, let's say people were a bit more mature. What's the problem with close near? There would be no, there would be no problem. But the the issue is somebody is gonna have feelings in the situation. Mm. So if I'm seeing this is just hypothetical, okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm seeing my brethren's ex's friend, and I know we've met on a night out before, it's gonna be what about girl code, bro? Mm-hmm. Like. This is the person I want to be with. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. But it's just going to cause a, well, you know that this person did da-da-da-da to this person, mm-hmm. so why would Some you... Some third degree mm-hmm. relation. But it's not me that's involved, so why do I care? But yeah, again, but it's... Yeah. Everybody somehow you. knows your previous business. Let's I'm talk about... Let's take away linked. the previous businesses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's trying to get down to me. Yeah, I'm trying to get down to me. Let's take away... What do you want us to say? Talk about the quality. I'm talking about quality in terms of aesthetics or... The whole shebang. The whole pack. So let me just the put whole it out there. Yeah. I don't feel like the femmes. So we only know you two that are lesbians, yeah. Mm. And you two, I feel like you guys are. I don't feel like you guys are. I think you guys are a minority of what we find, in terms of like having ambition, in terms of having class, <laughs> and you know. But this is why I told you to split it because the queer femmes mm-hmm. are quite ambitious. Let's not lie. The queer femmes I are. I mean, the, the okay, bisexual femmes. Yeah, exactly, the bisexual the ones know, I think the ones we know. Do you talk- know what I mean? Okay, but I'm talking about le- like I'm actual so sorry, lesbians. Guys, you guys think I'm throwing shades. No, oh. no, no. <laughs> but the actual lesbians. Remember, we had the YouTube video that said that lesbians. Um, like they're jobless. Are jobless. 
I was really talking about the masculine ones there, but there's a few fems as well. There's a few fems as well. Mm. Like, come on. We know this for a fact that there's a few fems Mm. as well. So I feel like, okay, when you go on the scene Mm. and you have, let's say, the lesbians as a whole on the scene, I feel like a lot of people are jobless. And the reason why I say that is when you get to know people, like, their whole personality revolves around them being a lesbian or bisexual Mm. and their dating life. And it doesn't, I don't really get to delve into who they are past that yeah like mm. i don't really get to delve into what they want to do with their lives yeah it, it almost becomes a brand and it's like we need to step away from the fact that we're lesbians at some point and just live our lives mm. and i feel like a lot of people on the scene are not like that do you know what i mean so obviously we know some we know a lot of people all of us know people who are lesbian and bisexual but if they are, I feel like a lot of times the ones who are ambitious are not on the scene. You're not going to see them in the raves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to see them having lots of gay friends on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and stuff like that. They just have friends. So I, don't have to be yeah. friends. I, don't, I don't think that's anything to do with ambition though. I just think it's because the scene, unfortunately, as you guys would already know, is pretty messy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. So somehow everybody knows everybody's business, whether it's from Twitter, whether it's from Instagram, whatever it's from. And because of that, they're like, I'm not into that. Like, I'm already mm-hmm. making my moves. Like, if someone who was on the scene got a job which completely took their time, they would be like, I'm not into this anymore either because I'm, I've, I've outgrown it. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when you haven't outgrown it and you're like, well, there's a party, you're going to go and you're going to see. I feel like when you say you've outgrown it, like, what do you mean? Um, do I even know what I mean on that? I- yeah, that's what, that's what I feel like it gets to a point when you get to a certain level in your life, do you feel like you're too better for the scene now? No, it's not about being better better than the scene. I think it's just, I don't want to have that drama. I don't want to have that passer anymore. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember how young it is as well. We're growing and they keep on letting, people are to keep turning 18 and they keep letting them in. And yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. getting older yes. and there's still 18 year olds there. Do you know what I'm saying? Got it. <laughs> think- still, we're, we're getting 30, 35. They're still letting the 18 year olds in. So it's just like, this is a very mm-hmm. young crowd. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, things change, your responsibilities change, your priorities change. Yeah. You're not gonna be thinking about, oh, like going to the club. You have a you have a nine month old, yeah. You need mm-hmm. your 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 breastfeeding, bruv. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it gets your priorities, everything changes when you get as you get older. Mm-hmm. And that's what the thing is. When we was 18, we didn't care for that. We was in we was involved in it. Maybe mm-hmm. not you, but I was definitely knee deep in there. I mm-hmm. don't know, for me, because I've been in a relationship since I was twenty one, I'm twenty six now. Mm-hmm. I then started coming on the scene when I was about 24, 25. Do you get it? Like, mm-hmm. I hadn't been on the scene prior to that because I lived in Canada. I lived in Ghana prior to that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the opportunity for me to get to know anybody in our community yeah. out here. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I came onto the scene, as far as I'm concerned, pretty late. When I did, I was just like, uh-uh, it ain't for me. Mm-mm. Too many young people. Yeah. Everybody knows everybody. I'm not on it. Yeah. So I don't think I even was able to outgrow it. I just said, it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not into that. Yeah, I think for me, like, going in the scene, I just found people that were like myself. And mm. whether, f- take away dating from it, just like, just being around people like myself, whether they were younger than me or older than me, I was just appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like I got to pick my chosen family now and stuff like that. And I, you know, I got to finance it as you do. And, um, and yeah, I was just appreciative of that. And I liked being in that environment. I liked the vibe that was there. Right. Now, in regards to dating now, like most people that I met in these spaces just 
No. But I think, li- I think like the life has shifted now because back then we needed that. But the way that life is going now, everyone's a bit more open. Everyone's a bit more, do you know what I mean? Like they don't really, some people, they don't, especially when it comes to work and stuff like that, certain other family members and friends don't really care about the gay stuff. So it's kind of moving away from you need to go in that space to find your chosen people in your tribe and that you can find people, you can find straight people. Do you know what I mean? You can find anyone. You don't have to, like we don't have to go to a gay rave to meet girls. We can go to an inclusive rave and exactly. meet all different kinds of people. All, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So where did you meet your partner? Just at all? See, I mean, there's, there's that as well. Yeah. Social media is a big thing. Yeah. We don't need to be in these spaces. That's the thing. I don't think I've ever met somebody on social media and been like, yeah, I want to date you. Like, for some somehow I know you and I've met you somewhere. Somehow, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm terrible with my phone. That's that's number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, where I've moved around a lot people that I did know and that maybe I did possibly want to date weren't in this country. Mm. Do you, know do what you mean? think that's because like you've, you've, um, when you do see people like mm. people that who are visually queer or like have a rainbow in their bio and stuff, it, all of us are linked somehow. Somehow. Yeah. yeah somehow. There's always some sort of degree. <laughs> yes. Like whether it's this one's excellent. We all know each other. Mm-hmm. And, but it's difficult to tell when you just see someone you just find attractive. There ain't no rainbow in their bio and you don't know it. There's no, nothing to say that this person is queer. Mm. And because there's very attractive girls on Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just have yeah. to shoot your shot and see what happens. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Mm. I yeah. agree. Like, that's what we all tell our friends. Like, you just don't know until you shoot your no, shot. 100%. Mm. I had this girl that, like, um, she DM'd me on some, you know, like, oh, you're cute. And I was just like, oh, okay, is this a gay, you're cute? Or is this just a, oh, <laughs> Yeah, and there's that yeah. as well. So I was just kind of like, you know, we'll keep it cordial. Do you know what I mean? And literally, it's been like six months and this girl's onto me and I'm like, oh, okay, so it was gay cute. Okay, I hear mm-hmm. that. You know, we can talk. But I've already passed the point where like, I don't, I didn't know if you were gay. So, so what is it, what is it like, obviously you saying that like, you're, you're, you're femme. So how yeah. would you know, even for you moving to other femmes, cause you like femmes, you like femmes too. How is that? Like, you don't know if they're gay. I don't know, I think it's vibes. I don't yeah. know. There's something about the way you portray yourself, about mm-hmm. the way you whatever. Cause I've moved to a couple of studs mm-hmm. and I've moved to a few, a good few femmes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And my thing is, it's reciprocated energy. So if I'm giving you a certain type of energy and mm-hmm. you give it right back and you're giving back the same banter, you know. I'm going to assume mm-hmm. that that's what it is. I'm going to keep going until you tell me, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. That it okay. is. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. my thing is... I mean, this I is nothing. Like, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm telling you now, like, sometimes I will I will talk to some of the prettiest girls I've ever spoken to and then I'm like, oh my God, they're actually gay. Ooh, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't expect it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But again, by your energy, I was like, mm, let me stay. Mm-hmm. Let me stay. Yeah. Because you don't know. You can't be afraid to talk to people. Just talk to girls. Like you said, it's the energy. Like if a girl's interested, you can tell. It's the eye contact. It's the Mm -hmm. way that she's moving. Yeah. You can tell when a girl is dead straight. I always said, like, all femmes have to do is just eye contact. Next minute, they're tripping. Like, (laughs) but do you guys think it? You guys have it easier because you're femme. Yeah. You you don't think so. Because let me tell you something. I used to say this to my ex all the time. For some reason, when a woman who wants or hasn't experienced a woman before sees a masculine presenting woman, they already know. So they know that if, if they're going to do anything, there's already an, ag- an agenda there because mm-hmm. I already know that, she, that she's gay. If the person doesn't know that you're gay, it almost kind of puts like a halt in whatever kind of communication that person's going to have with you because it may be and it may not be. Mm. I feel like we have it harder because you can't, it's not necessarily that you can tell, but mm-hmm. it's just harder to know. Like. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I get, it's nice seeing from a different uh, perspective, actually, because we always thought it would be easier for you guys. But because cause, cause women feel more comfortable with 
women, with other women, especially women that look like them, if it's a masculine, yep. they're going to assume that we're and have their guard up. And sometimes, yeah, the guard is warranted because people move mad and masculine f- women move mad too sometimes. They move like men in it. They move so persistent yeah. sometimes. Unattractive. So I get that. So mm. I kind of agree with you, Dana. I feel like when a woman is in front of another woman who's feminine and their guard is down, they mm-hmm. don't, they're not so defensive. I think when women see men or masculine people with their the guard, oh, they want something from me. Like, yeah, feel I feel a like bit threatened because you're a feminine presenting woman moving to another woman or like trying to talk to another woman what then happens is even though their guard is down they have no expectation of it being anything more than a friendship and then trying to come out of that you know friend zone is then difficult that's why you don't go too far into the friend zone you have to kind of but you have to make yourself kind of know just talking about this earlier yeah okay people can run you around in the friend zone for ages do you know what i think you need to give some tips to because there are loads of friends who i think find it like hard move because they like other films that they find it hard moving to other films because they don't know okay so what's the give us Give our listeners Shout some tips. Shout out to Matchmaker, me again. <laughs> yeah. They got some fems on the roster. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But these fems don't have to be called fems. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So <laughs> insane. <laughs> fems, they just don't know how. I even got a friend who is a fem as well. And she dates fems. But she just never knows if it's a friend zone thing. Mm. She never knows. So what advice would you give to this friend? I just think, just be direct. Don't try and like play games with women. Because women have seen it before. Just be direct with them and make your attentions known like, mm. I just don't make it too complicated like you're another woman just relate to her yeah just don't overthink it I think I can't lie in my, all my social media bios I've got my little that rainbow, <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> my thing is I don't want you to get it twisted if I talk to you you're knowing like mm. what it is until mm-hmm. I tell you it's not that do you know what I mean because mm. It's not easy to tell, and especially when it comes to femmes, it's just kind of like, you know, I could just be being friendly, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Even as masculine presenter, you could also just be in fr- be being friendly. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll just talk to you as I would talk to anybody else. If I end up in the friend zone, I end up in the friend zone. I feel like it's hard sometimes because a lot of women who identify as straight always like, yeah, I kiss my friend. And they kind of like, they skirt onto that side, but not really. Mm. And they just start running away. Because if you ask them like, would you eat pussy? Then they're running away. Do you know what I mean? But they're like, oh yeah, I kiss my friend. And I'm like, do you I know what I'm yeah, yeah, day, for you guys it <laughs> might be a bit hard because they might be using you in a certain way or just playing games yeah. lie, i've been with a straight girl once mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. and that experience for me was mad because i could tell that the person always wanted to know if they were okay yeah do you know what I mean? so yeah. she experienced and she did she wasn't a pillow princess do you know what I mean? Okay, that's okay. good. That's and good. she was straight. No, she was straight. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was okay, straight. she went straight straight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was an interesting experience for me because I was like, oh, okay, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. But again, the attachment that was formed, I was like, I don't want that again. Okay. So now if I talk to anyone, it's not that you can't be straight, but I just prefer if it's not just... I prefer if you're not my first, if I'm not your first experience. This mm-hmm. is it. Like I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah. Really mind. yeah. Except for the last one because I'm done. I'm we're in a relationship now. So <laughs> like literally like being with me is an experience. It's not don't take it as an opportunity. It's a whole Okay, experience. yeah, that's different. It's yeah. different. Because obviously we've all been there where we were trying to figure out what our sexuality is like. Whether right. and everyone has different ways of trying to figure out what their sexuality is. So whether that's you feel like you need to go on a date to find out or whether you feel like you I don't know, explore something within yourself, it's very different. And let's say I went to someone for the first time that was a woman and I was trying to date them. Mm. 
I need to be given that chance. If that's how I've chosen to explore and try to figure myself, I need to be given that chance. But at the same time, where you said that, if if it's you're taking the face of opportunity, opportunist, then that's the difference. There's, there is a thin yeah, line. Yeah, there like, is a thin line. But thin. I don't know how necessarily you can always tell what side of the line that they're mm. on. Mm. But sometimes as well, like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with meeting somebody and talking to them mm. on a on a level like and getting to know them and enjoying their company and then trying to tell them that I like mm. them and then they're like, nah, it's not that. All right, that's fine, no problem. It's, it's, I hear it, I hear mm-hmm. it. Because you never know what it's going to be. Sometimes things start off as friendships. Yeah, Do you know it's what true. I mean? mm-hmm. it's very I true. think you have to be open, but also yeah. set your expectations. Yeah. 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 Don't get yourself up too high. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Be just aware of this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have that. But guys, we'll come to the end of this podcast now. You know, time is up and somebody <laughs> is opening the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you very much for tuning in. Where do, where can everyone find you on the social medias and you know Twitter, Instagram, Vanessa LB. Mm-hmm. Oh God, uh, mine. I'm just on Instagram right now. Um, I've got Tara, so T A R A H dot K O T E Y. That's where you find all my artwork mm-hmm. or booze and other drugs. That's me. Mm. <laughs> and um, Tara, are you single? I am very single. Oh, you're hey. single, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Tara is a beautiful lady. Make sure you slide in that DM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Vanessa is not single. We will be, yeah, we will she's, be attending she's her wedding. Yes. <laughs> we, yes, we will. Yeah, that weather is going to be some classy weather. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Ready. I'm so, ready. I'm so excited. I admire the class. I have to say, I admire mm-hmm. it. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutus Podcast on Twitter and make sure you do follow us on all our social media Apple Podcasts and, social, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure you do leave us. Um, do you rate and review mm-hmm. us on Apple Podcasts? Uh-huh. You know, it's been a while. I haven't seen yeah. a rate and review for a while now. Guys, mm-hmm. we still need it, you know. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get sponsorship, so you make sure, innit? Please. <laughs> but yeah, thanks you guys for coming on. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, and until guys. next week, peace. peace.